What is going on, everyone? Welcome back to the Florida Podcast. I'm your host, Amadeo Gracia, along with my partner, Chris Mayer. As always, we've live stream on the Painted Lines, TTP Sports, and Flyers, FanMania93, a bunch of other Twitter accounts as well, and Facebook. So if you don't find us somehow, we're always going to be on Apple, Spotify, wherever you find your podcasts at. So to start off right now, it's just uh, what a day. What a morning to start off with because, you know, the Flyers' embarrassing loss last night, and now you have. Elaine Vigneault and Michelle Therrien getting fired. And now Mike Yo is going to be the interim head coach for the time being until the Flyers find another guy to man the bench. And the Flyers are going to be going live in a little bit. Chuck Fletcher and Mike Yo for their press conference on that situation. So as so they're I think they are about to go live right now, just waiting for them to do that. So I'm going to pull up their YouTube page. So Chris, do you want to share some of your thoughts before I get this YouTube page up? <laughs> I'm living at John Patrick in the comments saying I had three Pinot Grigios to celebrate, but um, <laughs> look, I will pin, I will favor that comment, <laughs> Um It's obviously not the the, the best the best day um, when it, when AV was fired was when AV was hired. Um, the thought I think on everybody's mind was it was going to be a new era of Flyers hockey, and. Um, that obviously wasn't the case. We had one good season and, uh, you know, it sucks because now the flyers are back. It's where one essentially. Um, I, I really don't know what happens in the, in the coming days or, or how long this is, um, how long yo is, is interim head coach and how long it takes for flyers to get a new head coach and, and a new regime. But, um, yeah, we're waiting on a press conference here and, um, yeah, I'm waiting on it's, this uh, good old press conference right here for Elaine Vigneault. Well, not Elaine Vigneault, for uh, Chuck Fletcher and Mike Yo. Mm-hmm. Yeah, I think at this point with the way the team was just playing, it was inevitable it was going to happen at this point. And then like you can always like bring out too because I do think that's going to be one of the points where it's easier to blame head coach yeah. or coaches than, you know, the underachieving players that are on for the sure. So but- it, it it was like you're at this point it was going on for too long something had to happen and two yeah. coaches got fired because of it yeah it's not like they just you know said all right well let's get rid of me like there, there's a reason it was it was both and the power play struggles obviously that was clearly expected um and av is you know i think it was pretty clear the players lost them and i'm not going to sit here and and argue with people that it's the players when you brought in essentially an entire new team this year. So when you have an issues last year and you fix them in the off season, you expect new things. And then when the coaching staff is still the same and has the same issues, that's not the players. That's, that's clearly the coaching and I'm not going to really sit here and argue that much. Yeah. It's just I, when you, when you also like when everything that goes down this season, Chuck Fletcher, he makes all the changes in the world that make this team better and all the same stuff continues to happen 
I think yet there's there's blame all around the point. There's blame on the front office, there's blame on the players, and there's blame on the head coaches. So right now the team wasn't playing up to their capabilities, and someone had had to take the fire at this point. And it was two coaches that were yeah were part of the problem. And hopefully another coach that comes into this mess can hopefully somewhat somehow str- try to straighten it out. But eh, it's right now because you see last night with the. Uh, Vancouver Canucks basically just firing everything possible there. They're doing their whole reshape. And it's funny too. They fired Jim Benning. So now Canucks fans have their hope, but then now there's a rumor that they want to hire Bergevin as their their GM. So like Canucks fans had that glimmer of hope after fire. Okay. They're going live now. They're hard work. Uh, They worked hard at this and, and uh, put a lot of time in They're Good people, good coaches. And, and, uh, you know, it's certainly not a been doing this a long time, and these days aren't uh, aren't a lot of fun. In, in terms of your question, um, you know, you know, right now we're uh, you know, I guess the whole goal through this was I was hoping we could get some people back and and uh, get our group together and find out what we have, and and uh, but we just keep digging a bigger hole right now. So, you know, as a group, we got to we got to get back to. Um, we got to find an identity. We got to start to play the game the right way. Um, to me, our process has been off all year, and you know, I've I've asked Mike to come in, and and uh, he's a detailed guy. He's had some success in this league, and um, you know, right now we got to we got to forge a, a new identity. We got to learn to play the game the right way, and we got to get guys buying in. So. Um, you know, it's a tough day today, but hopefully this is a this is a new beginning as well. Yeah, last week I talked about buying time and 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 trying to find out what we are, and and uh, but it's this, you know. I just felt watching our team last night that we needed to make a change. You know, we need to we need to find a way to spark change with our group and. Um, in an ideal world, we could have bought more time and, and waited, but I just felt we couldn't wait anymore. No, Sean. Well, we made a lot of changes in personnel last summer, and uh, I do believe this group can can be a better team. And uh, but right now, I just think we're it's everything. I just think our details are lacking right now. Uh, obviously, our confidence is lacking. Guys are struggling. They care. They try, uh, but you know, right now, I just feel that Mike uh, can help us get back to the identity we need to have to win games. Yeah, I mean, Taryn, there's 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 always hesitation. I mean, AV is a good coach. Uh, Mike Terrian is a good coach and a good friend, and and you know, this is not what you you're looking for, but. Um, there's never a good timing to do this. And, and uh, I mean, we're all, we're all complicit. I mean, as I said last week, I'm the one that's ultimately responsible. And, but, you know, at this point, it just, you know, we need, we need to affect change. We need to play differently. And, and uh, you know, now's the time. You know, that, that's a hard question, Charlie. Um, I don't know that. I, I honestly don't know that. I, I think um, 
you know, I, I certainly know that he tried and, and uh, certainly you go back to the 1920 season, his message was re really well received. We were a really good team and right now we've lost our way, you know, and, and that's what we have to find out how good our group is, but we have to get guys playing, playing better, playing a little bit differently. And, and uh, right now I think a new voice is needed. Well, uh, that's, I can only speak for the last last few years. And, and uh, you know, uh, two years ago, we did win a playoff round and we got to, to game seven in the second round. We lost to a pretty good Islander team. We, we played hard. We played with structure. And uh, I do think we have uh, we have good players. Uh, we have good people here and everybody's trying. And, uh, you know, again, I can't speak for, for the last 10 years. Most of these guys haven't been here that long. I think only really Giroux and Couturier have been here that long but you know to me it's um the process right now isn't right we have to get back to playing the right way and, and defending a little bit better and the details in our game have to be better and that's what i've asked mike to do and mike in, in my opinion is an is an excellent coach in that regard and and he has the ability to get these guys playing playing better Just the details in our game, you know, whether it's our forecheck, whether it's defensive zone coverage, whether it's our transition game. Um, I just would like to to, to uh, see some changes in how we play the game. And, uh, you know, obviously, you know, the coaches were trying, everybody's been trying, but I just think at this point we need we need a new voice and a new approach. No, I'm not starting any process right now other than trying to, to get this team back on track. And I've spoken with Mike and he knows there's no promises going forward, but uh, he has his hands on the wheel now and, and it's his his opportunity to, to help this team get going in the right direction. And as I said last week, I still don't know uh, truly what we have here, what our group is. And, uh, you know, as we go forward, I think things will become clear what we need to do. But the focus right now is not on interviewing people and, and, and rushing to hire a head coach. It's right now to support Mike and, and uh, get this team playing the right way. And then we can, we'll make the decisions that we have to make at the right time. Yeah, I, you're right. I haven't had a lot of time to think about that. Um, I can tell you that Daryl, Daryl tonight will be running, uh, Daryl Williams will be running <clears throat> the power play meeting. And, uh, but, but again, we have Chuck and I haven't even had a chance to discuss anything with staff. Um, let's say we both had the same thoughts. Let's let's get into tonight. Um, let's do what we have to do to make sure we're ready to go, and then we, you know we can start to talk about some of that stuff afterwards. Is it difficult? You know, you're the champ out I can tell you that I didn't sleep very well last night. Um, it's, uh, you know, just, it's a very, very emotional day for me. Um, both of those guys uh, treated me unbelievably. Uh, AD, I have a ton of respect for him. Um, and he was really, really a great person to work with. Uh, and Mike, my, my history with him goes back a long time. So um, that part, you know, I'm still a little bit emotional about it. Um, but that said, 
like being a member of this organization is really special to me and uh and you know to be a flyer and now to have an opportunity like this and to not only to stay on board but um, to get this opportunity and 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 to have a chance to turn things around and get things going the right way that's also incredibly exciting for me too so um you know one second my emotions are over here and then the other they're over here but that said uh you know again i'm, I'm i can i couldn't be more excited for the opportunity um and uh i'm obviously looking forward to tonight to get to to getting going I learned that it sucks, <laughs> you know, um, you know, obviously I've, I've been on both sides of it. Uh, you know, it, I had experience in St. Louis, I think, which, you know, could help this year in terms of um, I was an assistant coach and took over that year and, and we were able to, to get things going in the right direction, get guys feeling good about themselves and build a game that, uh, that we, we were able to take into the playoffs, win a playoff round. Um, you know, so I think I can lean back on that experience. Uh, you know, when I was in Pittsburgh, I was an assistant coach for something similar that happened. We ended up winning a Stanley Cup that year. Um, I've been on the other side. Um, and what that allows you to do is reflect. And, uh, and obviously, since my last coaching opportunity, head coaching opportunity, I've had a couple of years to, to, to reflect. Um, I would say I have a, a different perspective in many areas, but I also have a lot of belief in some of the things that I think that I'm strong at. So um, this is an opportunity for me to prove that I've grown. Um, and, uh, and I, I, I fully believe that I'm ready for that. I spoke with Elaine this morning and, uh, and, and Michelle, you know, they, you know, it's, it's probably what you expect. You're really disappointed. Um, you know, Elaine came here to, to try, you know, to win a Stanley cup and, and, uh, you know, he. He, you know, he's disappointed he wasn't able to deliver, and in, and in turn, I'm, you know, I'm disappointed too that I couldn't have done more for him, uh, to to uh, to avoid being in the situation. But, uh, you know, he's a he's a professional guy, he's a classy guy, and and uh, you know, we'll have a chance to have a more in depth conversation later on. But you know, I think they're both really, obviously disappointed. You can you can you can see Elaine. Ah. Uh, no, you, uh, angry's not. I mean, we had a we had a very rational conversation. So, I, 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 you know, I I can't answer that. I don't know if he felt surprised or not. Well, uh, again, it, I don't know if there's any playbook for this. You just uh, you know, you kind of go with what you see, and I just felt we needed, um, uh, a, you know, a new voice, and and um, you know, I just thought it was time for for this to happen, and and we're going to look at, um, you know, finding somebody to come in and work with uh, Mike and and Daryl as well here over the next next little bit if we can find somebody to come in and and help and and help do some of the duties, but you know, it, it's um, you know, again, it's just I guess what I felt was a gut feeling. Well, I, the biggest thing for me is, uh, you know, 
having watched the Flyers, having coached against the Flyers, you know, been on the other side when you come into this building, um, it's not fun. And we have to make sure that it's not fun for other teams, whether we're on the road, whether we're at home to play against the Philadelphia Flyers. Um, does that mean that, you know, we go out and fight everybody every shift? No, it doesn't. Um, but it means that we're very hard to play against. Um, and that can be, you know, your physicality. That can be the way that you defend, the way that you pressure, the way that you attack, um, you know, the way that you play as a five-man unit all over the ice, like Chuck mentioned the words, details. Um, you know, there's a lot of teams out there that maybe aren't the most physical teams in the world, but they're very difficult to play against. So, you know, that's where we're going to start. Uh, you know, the way that we approach the game, um, we've got to be physically engaged, but we're going to defend, we're going to check. Um, and, you know, the way that we're going to attack is it's going to be organized. We're going to be on the same page. And uh, really, for me, I love to play with the puck. You know, I want us to spend time in the offensive zone. I want us to grind the other team down. I want us to attack the net. And when we lose the puck, we want to get it back very quickly. wouldn't say weeks i mean we've obviously had the one one in eight games so when you're when you're struggling to win games you you try to look at ways to to change the narrative and get better and and uh so certainly it's something that uh as as we've you know as we've continued in, in during this stretch it's i've given more and more thought to what we can do to to change the direction and uh so I wouldn't say it's it's been weeks or months or anything, but certainly uh, it's been something I've been thinking about for a few days. Yeah, no, no, it's a, you know, it's a fair point. It's a good question. Um, clearly, we're we're chasing a lot of games right now. You know, we're we're whether we're falling behind in games or or uh, you know we don't have the puck enough for sure. We're defending too much. You know, last year we we've been through it. I, I I'm saying this in all sincerity. Last year was such a a crazy year. I don't know. You know, just the environment around the game. We obviously didn't handle it very well. I've said that repeatedly. We we got knocked down by COVID pretty hard. We I think we had some players really struggle uh, on and off the ice. So I, you know, I didn't know if that was a one-off. Um, you know, we came into this year. We made a lot of changes, and and uh, I just thought we we'd be able to to uh, regroup and be quite a bit better than we were last year. And and uh, the first ten games, as I mentioned to you guys last week, I know. To me, we didn't have the puck as much as you'd like. We were defending too much, but I, I saw a lot of positive signs. I thought we were doing things better. Whether it was goaltending, PK, defensive zone structure. Um, you know, I, I, the group uh, cares about each other. There's good chemistry. Um, this isn't a, a case where the room's falling apart. There's no factions in there. So there was a lot of positive signs, yet I knew we had to build. And then, you know, and before this eight-game streak, we were – you know, we were in a playoff spot. We weren't playing perfectly, but we were we were a decent team, a, d a decent team that needed to get better. And uh, now we've just completely 
uh, lost our way. And, uh, you know, there's, there's process. Now you got confidence. I'm sure you guys saw the game last night. I mean, we, we gave ourselves opportunities to have all kinds of scoring chances and guys are squeezing their sticks, maybe hesitating a second, the shot gets blocked or you pass when you should shoot and guys are, you know, you know, clearly there's, there's not a strong self-belief right now. And, 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 um, you give up a goal, then you give up a second one, and you can just see the air come out of the tires. And and uh, so, I, I, you know, I don't know. I that's why I said I really was hoping to to buy some time here to get this group a chance to get out all the pieces, get guys going. And and uh, but you know, whether the timing's right or wrong, and this is a decision I made today, and and this is where we're at. And I I believe Mike has the ability to, as he mentioned there when he took over in St. Louis, they won 22 of the last 32 games, and they knocked my team out in the first round and, and, and lost to a pretty good national team in the second round, but that team played hard. He got them playing the right way. And, and I believe he can do that here again. Yeah, well, we have to be smart as a staff. I mean, if we, if we come in there tonight and, you know, show how we, we want to make a, a ton of changes, then we're going to play slow. We're going to be thinking and uh, and reacting as opposed to being on our toes. Um, a lot of it for me tonight is uh, is a little bit more about attitude than it is about the X's and O's. <clears throat> you know, it's going to take a little bit of time. We don't have a lot of practice time coming up. And and again, you can't just, it's not a matter when you're, when you're, when you're talking about being really good at your job, it has to be habit. And that's what we're going to start working on is building the habits where, where you know, when you get that, you have trust that everybody else is doing their job and you play faster, you look faster, and uh, and again, you're harder to play against. So tonight, uh, we're not going to make a lot of big changes just because I don't think that's the right approach for this game tonight. But in terms of the attitude that we bring, um, you know, we're going to be ready to compete. Um, you know, we have to make sure that we have sort of a next shift, next play mentality. If the other team scores first, we can't just all of a sudden fall apart in our game. Um, we have to start believing in ourselves that, uh, you know, if we compete and battle and play the right way for 60 minutes that, that, you know, we'll have the right result at the end of the night. So that's going to be a little bit more our approach tonight. And, uh, and again, the message to the players this morning and, uh, and going forward in this next little stretch is this is an opportunity for us to start building our game. That's the most important thing. You know, we can talk about where we want to be at the end of the year playoffs or, you know, everything else. We're not going to get there unless we start building a game uh, that we play consistently. Um, and when you do that, you're going to start building confidence in that. Well, again, I, I haven't been here eight years, so I, I don't know. Um, you know, AV was my first... Uh, big hire and 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 uh, as charlie mentioned earlier we had a pretty good stretch there in 1920 and we weren't able to get it back so um you know it's it's a combination of of, of probably everything but uh you know um you know, i can't i can't go back beyond uh, a couple years but uh you know right now we're we've lost our way there's no question and it's not just all on av or michelle it's on all of us but uh but i needed to make change and this is a decision i made today Well, that's certainly going to be our goal. But I think as Mike mentioned, um, you know, right now, you know, it sounds like cliches, but we got to make sure the process is strong. We got to get back to playing the right way. If we do that, then 
we have a chance to to be a good team, and and uh, we'll see. That's certainly our goal. I have I haven't yet. No, no. I saw uh, Mike very briefly, but no, I haven't had that opportunity. But uh, again, I, what I would say is thank you. He 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 was nothing but outstanding to me, and I I enjoyed every day that I got to work with him. Yeah, yeah. Um, again, I, I've been on both sides of it, and and I'm, I'm not a I'm not a young pup anymore. You know, I've been around the league for a long time, so I've seen I've seen uh, you know obviously when times go poorly and and uh, and why that is and and how things can get turned around. Um, what I do know is I I I like Chuck. I believe in this group. I really do. And I believe that we're in, you know, in where we're going to get to. Um, so I've learned, you know, for me personally, I've learned lessons from the past. Um, you know, coaches can grow, coaches can learn. Uh, you know, Chuck had mentioned I've had some success, but uh, for me, in my opinion, my my best days are yet to come. And uh, and so again, this is a very difficult time. It's emotional, yet this is an unbelievable opportunity, and that's what all the players in the room have is an unbelievable opportunity to turn this around. Um, this is this is not a very good story right now, this season. Uh, but the nice thing is we have the opportunity to change that. And uh, and so let's get to work. Okay, you just heard from Chuck Fletcher and Mike Yo over everything that uh, happened and transpired over you know, the past less than 24 hours. And we have so many comments in this comment section. It's just, man, we're just exploding right now. For some reason, it's not allowing us to respond to any of these comments. For, I don't know why it's not, but we'll definitely get to your comments. But I guess let's share our thoughts on the press conference right now. And I guess it's just your, like, they're, they're going to say the right things. That's all what it is. I know, Chris, you messaged me saying that you like what Yo was saying during the entire thing. So I want to get your thoughts on this presser from Mike Vigneault. Oh, Mike Yo, Mike Vigneault. Mike Yo and Chuck Fletcher. Well, um, I think there's a lot to di digest there. And I'm going to start with the, the positive things from it, because why not? Um, I really like what Yo is saying on how he wants to, to run the team, um, playing with structure hard to defend whether it being physical you know things like that um and what i love is he liked he said he likes to play with the puck and that's one thing the Flyers don't do enough is not play with the puck they don't have enough zone time and we've seen that throughout this year so i think i think a lot of what yo has done is fine uh, as for the the game tonight for what he was saying there too I 100% agree. I think it's nothing about game plan or anything like that. It, it, the Flyers need to go out and just play for play for each other, play for themselves. You know, I mean, it, it's something that, um, you know, you, you have to – like to me, when a coach gets fired and you play the same day, I have to think the team comes out with a spark. You know what I mean? And I, I have a feeling that it comes out like that they come out like they did last night. But if they do that and say Colorado scores first, like Tampa did last night, do they spiral or do they come back? 
I have absolutely no idea. That's where I'm stuck at. That's where I'm like, do does everything fall apart and it's you know, the sky is falling, or is it okay, boys? Let's get back at this and let's and let's tie this game here, and then they end up tying the game and then they move on. But I really don't know what happens. Is for Fletcher. It's funny how he mentioned the talking about he wasn't here for eight years, but then the last press conference, he talked about the power play and before what happened there. So that was kind of a coincidence. Um, I don't know. I mean, for most of what he said, I I, I guess it's fine for now. Um, if anything, I, it seemed last night I did notice um, that, the way that they were playing and then I'm looking over and I'm seeing the guys in the press box and, and everything. It, it just did not look, look like the best, the best um, vibe over there in the, uh, the, the management side. But um, if I'm being honest, it, uh, yeah, I don't know. It, it, it it's, it, it, it's hard. I mean, I, I really don't know what to say. I mean, it's hard to, to do this when you're in the middle of a season and, and you had a lot of trust in these guys and they clearly did. Um, I, I, I'm not too sure if the Flyers will make a, a coaching move this year. Do you think they will? I think they do. You think they do? Mm-hmm. I think they might. Um, I, I think you got to see what plays out with Yo first before you, you before I'll have an opinion on it. But um, if Yo's doing okay and, and they're playing well, it, it could be like Scott Gordon where he finishes the season. Um, but I'm not too sure. I think it's going to be a situation where Comcast tries to force their hand and force Fletcher to hire a coach. Because I know all the rumors right now are talking is top of the list for a head coach replacement for this team. Yeah, maybe. I mean, look, I wouldn't mind talking. Uh, did you say Talker to Torella? Now I'm getting blank. Talker is the top of the list coach right now, but I yeah. don't think Talker suits this team as a head coach. I think he's better mm-hmm. as an assistant. Um, yeah, I mean, I, I think Tockett's still a pretty young coach in the league, so I don't really know if he has like a, a like a bona fide like system or, or anything like that. I know Tortorella is very hard to play against and to really get the guys going. And if they buy into his system, they'll like him. But if they don't, then they won't. So, you know what I mean? So it, that's very similar to AV. So you could be running into the, 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 the same situation. Yeah. You could be running into the same situation again. So I, I really don't know what happens with the flyers. I mean, I had honestly just saw something um, from TSN uh, from Rick Westhead. And it was an article that he put out that Ted Nolan um, used to be a coach in the NHL. He won the Jack Adams award in, in 1997. Um, he still believes he could be uh, coaching in the league, and there's an article there. Um, and I, I, I didn't get a chance to, to read it yet because I had just seen it, but that is definitely something I'm going to be looking at. And um, he coached the Islanders team in 2007 and took them to the playoffs. Um, and one of the reasons why the Sabres got to the playoffs that year in 97 was because of coaching and also goaltending having Hasek, but obviously no, that's a long time ago, but that was just another thing as well um, that had, had come up. And I also did see David Quinn was one uh, former head coach of the Rangers for a handful of years. I don't really like that at all. I, I, I don't, I don't want to go for another I Rangers replacement. No, I, I, I can't, I can't do that. Um, I don't know. I mean, I really would have liked Bruce Boudreau, even though he's with Vancouver. I really would have liked Boudreau. 
I think that would have been perfect. But um, I don't know. I, I, I think I think right now the Flyers are going to stick with Yo and see what happens. Yeah, I guess that's all they can really do at this standpoint because really, if you look at the head coaching market, what what is there that's out there besides like you know Tockett, Tortorella, um, who else? Maybe Babcock. Do you want to go with Bab? I know Babcock might be in the same type of situation as an Elaine Vigneault with you know everything that he did in Toronto and how the players didn't like him. I don't know. He hasn't been coaching for a couple of years. Maybe he's learned some things. It, maybe you would have done what Calgary did. They got T- Daryl Sutter out of retirement to coach them, but there's like there's like not that much like you know that's on the market right now in terms of head coaches. Like there's really Jeff only. Green? <laughs> Oh, uh, man. I, I don't know, man. <laughs> There's just like so much to dive into with this entire situation. It's just, it's it still becomes to the point where it is frustrating just because we're at this standpoint because we had the expectations at the beginning of the year, you know, to be a better team with all the overhaul that Fletcher did. And it just mm-hmm. turns into the same mess that it was last year, sadly. But how about Cole Julian? I know, yeah, I know he's won a he won a Stanley Cup with Boston. I know his system with Montreal really wasn't the best. I'm not sure if he's like another coach to where his style of game just doesn't work with today's hockey. I'm not sure if that's like if that's another scenario where it's that mm-hmm. or like you have to find a way. Like Somebody if you're gonna... coming in the comments at Bob Hartley, maybe. Yeah, like if, I think if you're going for a a newer coach like or like a older coach like you have to find someone that can willingly adapt their game into this style of what the hockey is played today i think that's something what harped elaine vigneault a little bit is that his style of game wasn't adapting that much like even though the team was really good in 1920 for some reason ever since the bubble they just weren't able to find that same spark they stopped playing in I mean, like, that, dude, go back and look at the faces on the bench and the 9 nothing loss. It, it was the 1,000-yard stare. I mean, they're, they're, I mean, you know, you know, like, look, it's, it's pretty clear to me when, look, I'll, I said it already, I'll say it again. When you have an offseason like you did and you go out and you get all those players, Ellis, Broussard, Gandal, Jones, Atkinson, all these different players. You trade off a bunch of faces, Voracek, Ossisbear, Hag, um, Patrick Myers, all these guys. You get rid of – it's basically a new team. The only guys that are still here that have been here the longest are Giroud and Couturier, and they are not your issue. They're not. I'm sorry. I'll argue with anybody. They're not the issue. I Just agree with that. Giroud is the captain. It doesn't mean anything. They haven't – the last before 1920, Drew and other guys that were here didn't really have a team to, to play with. When they had the team, they were good. Then they lost buy in from the coach and they tried to change it around. They already did the mix of the players. Everybody wants them to say, oh, well, they didn't do it with the players. They already did it with the players. Now they're doing it with the coach. They gave the coaches another chance and it's not working. So they switched it. So. Now I'm at the point where you look at last year, you look at how bad March was, you look at how bad April and the and the last few games of May were, 
They got better, a little bit better towards the end of the year, but it didn't really matter at that point. Then they started the season. They were okay. And again, after the off season, but when you have an eight, a <laughs> <laughs> uh, nice comment from Sean Fitzpatrick saying Chris and Ed oh. are going to throw haymakers at the dinner table tonight over Chiru. <laughs> Maybe I don't know. Um, just just wear uh just wear some nice armor. I think I think you had to do that. <laughs> Look, they never had a chance this year to show the legit team that they had. That they created in the offseason, never had a chance to do it. But you can't just wait for that. You can't just wait for injuries to, to heal themselves and everything else. So if you're looking at it from the Flyers, and as I said, when you look at how bad last season was, you change the players, you keep the coaching staff, and the same issues continue, that's a coaching issue. Your power play has been pitiful since Terrian has been hired and it hasn't gotten better. Um, <laughs> Upper body injury and LTIR for both Chris and Ed after tonight. <laughs> uh, <laughs> I don't know. It's it's this sucks. If I'm being honest, this sucks. Like sitting here being like, wow, you know, I don't know. I had a uh, Oscar the Grouch. Thanks for the uh, 199 donation. He's questioning Mel Pearson from Michigan. That's the thing. Do the Flyers want to go another co- college route? You tried that with Dave Hackstall, didn't work. Do you want to go with a different college route? I'm not sure. What would you think about that, Chris? I don't want a college route. Please go with NHL experience. If you're if you're in quote unquote win now mode, you're not going in college mode. You know, you're not college. College mode is more for a team that needs to rebuild, and you want to like try something different. Yeah. Are are the Flyers closer to that than winning now? I have no idea. I, I don't know what the front office is going to do on that standpoint, but if something keeps spiraling out of control, I, d- I don't know how far away they're. I, I just don't know. I don't have the answers. Me, Chris doesn't have the answers. And do we trust Comcast? No, no. I, I, I don't trust Comcast to have the answers. I just, but the, the, uh, the one thing that I, I like that I see on Twitter constantly, I, I'm not sure who's the one that posts it, but they get that one picture of Dave Scott sitting in like the uh, standing room only section and they're making him like do some type of quote. Then they follow it up saying like, that's what I'm supposed to say. Right. Like what is offsides again? What is hockey? Or something. <laughs> <laughs> uh, just like what Chris said, it sucks, but like getting to some, a lot of these comments right now, because there are a plethora. I mean, I mean a plethora of comments. So we got a lot of yet yeah, signed Rick Tockett. Sign Rick Tockett. Players quit on Lane Vigneault. Uh, we got another good co- golden comment from Sean Fitzpatrick. Will Lauren Hart and Gritty fill the roles of the insistent coaches? It's today? funny. Even Lauren Hart tweeted something. What did she say? Change, change is coming. Dot, 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 dot. What was from that? Two hours ago. Oh, two hours ago. That was at 10, 10, 1030, 1025 in the morning. Interesting. So it was already after EV was getting fired and the whole thing yeah then i'll it 
uh, talk it with the TV deal. I don't think it's going to take a bit because it was the same thing with Bruce Boudreaux. He had a TV deal with NHL Network and he got hired right away. From yeah, Vancouver's I don't think it's going to take that long. Yeah, I don't. I, don't, I just don't think the Flyers are going to do anything yet. I yeah. think they're going to wait a couple games because in in that perspective for Fletcher, I understand where he's getting at. Like we made this in the off season, we did all these things. So let's at least wait to see if it can play out right. And when you have the, if you can get the right code for that and it's already in house, then use it to your advantage because this, this season is still savable as crazy as that sounds right now. For some people, the season is still very savable. The St. Louis blues were the worst team in the league on January 3rd. And they won the Stanley cup. Anything is possible. And I do have a feeling this could turn around, but tonight, if there's one thing I'm looking for with the Flyers is just them playing for each other. If they can win this game, not only by, you know, if they can score a couple goals or what, I know they're in a slump, but Bill Monster had mentioned this on Twitter and on Flyers Daily the last time that they were in a slump like that, scoring-wise, was 13-14. And they were 4-10-1 to start the year. And Drew hadn't scored a goal yet, and they were struggling. And it was after they got blown out 7 nothing at home to the Capitals, and it was a line brawl with Holpe and Emery and that whole thing. Then they won the next game against the Devils one nothing, and then um, they ended up winning 4-2 against the Oilers at home. And I, I was at that game. Drew scored his first goal of the year. And I think Rose Hill scored that game. Jay Rose Hill. At the last um, one passed. Yeah. And uh, that was kind of something that kind of got them to keep going, to, to, to get themselves going. And I think Bill had mentioned that they went 38, 20, and I think like four or something like that um, in the last, uh, in the remaining stretch of the season. So great find by Bill there. And, um, you know, th- th- those are things that I remember because that was, you know, when I had started watching them and um, it was a, I remember that being a tough swing for them, like the way that they were playing. And obviously it's different because it's an older team and everything, different players. But, like, you know, I'm hoping that something like that can can spark them. But I, I really don't know. I mean, if if anything tonight – is there anything you're looking for out of this game that isn't like, oh, I just hope they win or, like, their attitude or anything like that? Don't get embarrassed again. Like, you just yeah. got you got embarrassed last night. And now you you that embarrassment forced a coaching change. Don't get embarrassed again. Yeah, no, I agree. I think that's perfect. And if they can do that, and sadly I have work, so I'm gonna have to record it. Yeah, but I I will be in the press box today for Flyers Nitty Gritty. Yeah. So don't back, text me. You I'm not, I'm not. You going do to that all the time. <laughs> I'm not. No, going this to guy. T- he's he's the buzzkill. He texts me when the game's on, and then I have to. Then I'm start, Then I start to, to think of myself. I'm like sweat. I'm, I start to sweat. I'm like, dude. <laughs> This guy just ruins it for it. No, I'm kidding. Um, <laughs> no, but it's funny because you're not the first person because I got a couple days ago against the Rangers. A couple people I'm talking to throughout the day. I'm like, I should let these guys know. So as we're talking, I'm like, don't text me tonight when the game's on. Then my buddy from high school randomly texts me and he's like, oh, wow. Braun with a nice play on the penalty kill there. I'm like, Jesus Christ. I'm like, here we go again. The game getting spoiled for me. I'm like, this is wonderful. So then at that point I had just listened and I just listened to it on 
the radio because I already knew the score after two periods, and I was like, <laughs> screw it. And then I rewatched <laughs> it when I got home, but I was like, oh my god. <laughs> so if anybody out there is listening to this, please don't text me throughout the game because I would like to we're, not have it spoiled for me when I come we're home. T- right? We're talking about you, Sean Fitzpatrick. Don't text Chris <laughs> during the game. No, I'm going to check. Chris. I'm going to look at Twitter and purposely not try to find the score, and then I'm going to get a DM. It's going to be like, oh, it's like one nothing or two nothing or something like that. I already know what's coming. <laughs> yeah, and looking at um, all these other comments, Jack, right here saying, "Wow, your Flyers are as bad as my Islanders right now." Yeah, both teams right now are in the are in the ruck. Islanders have have lost eleven in a row. Yeah, they lost in shootout last night to Chicago. Do you think and they fired Trotz? That's the thing. I would be very surprised if they do that, just because of all the success they've had so many years in a row. And this year, they started off with a thirteen game road trip. Their entire team got hit with COVID when they just got home. I'm not sure if they're going to pull the trigger on that. I'd be very shocked if they do that. But I would love if they do that. I would love a Barry Trotz in this team, but. I guess you just got to wait and see what happens with them. I'd, I'd be very shocked if they fire Trotz, though. I would so, be. This is funny. Um, there's a, a rumor account on Twitter, Hockey247. It's at IamHockey1. And they just tweeted, um, or actually tweeted a while, like around an, like an hour, around an hour ago, Philly hashtag Flyers also trying to move Giroux. <laughs> Come on. <laughs> Don't do that to us now. Wait, what's the account called? Um, at I am hockey one. At I am hockey one. Penalty box gaming. I'm not giving you my phone number. <laughs> <laughs> That's funny. We got a uh, Cameron saying right here. All my Rangers friends are texting him. We tried to warn you. I, I, I'm sure all Rangers people are trying to say that right now. Uh, what else? What else? I'm trying to look throughout this entire comment section. Just to see. <laughs> Sean says, watch the Flyers go out with an inspirational 8 nothing loss. <laughs> Hopefully that doesn't happen. <laughs> Hopefully that does not happen. Uh, what we brought up earlier, I am going to coach the power play tonight. Apparently, according to Sean. <laughs> Gritty as the assistant coach. Yeah, talent is lacking right now with this team. I do agree with that. A lot of the players on this team that should be talented enough to do what is what is to be done, they're not doing it right now. And right now it's been mainly this entire season. Claude Drew has been the only guy that would step up. And you're looking at Joel Faraby started to get hot before he went down with the injury against the Rangers. And then who else are you really looking at right now? Konechny has been really hot, really cold. He had some hot moments, but he's been really cold lately. JVR has been cold this entire season. Looking at other I'm not sure what's wrong with him now. I'm not sure if he's playing with an injury or playing through something. He just doesn't look the same as he once did. Cam Atkinson, ever since that hot start, he's been very, very cold, even though he did get the goal yesterday on the power play at the end of the game. But Limblom has been very cold. Lawton has been very cold. There's just there's a lot of players on this team that just need to need to be better. It, it can't just be Claude Giroux every single time. A 33, 34-year-old Claude Giroux constantly trying to ride the team on his back. Yeah. It, it just can't happen every season. Yeah. And again, like, we don't know what goes on in the room. So really nobody should be like, oh, he's a bad leader. He's this, he's that. Like, nobody knows if he's good or bad. So don't say it. That's that's the one thing that aggravates me with the whole Giroux thing. It's like, oh, he's not a good leader. You're not in the locker room. Nobody is. The only ones that are are the players and the coaches. So and no, like, and no player that's left this team has said anything bad about Jarrell. No, 
So don't make it like that. He's a bad man in the room when you have no idea what goes on. I'm I'm just tired of constantly seeing that argument. And like it's the I don't, same thing I just, with, with if you think he's great in the room, you don't know what goes on. So don't say if he's great or if he's bad or whatever. And and if you want to say he's a bad player, then that's your opinion and that's fine. But don't make it like we don't agree with your opinion, but it's you're entitled yeah, to your opinion. You're, exactly. I respect it. Do I agree with it? Hell no. But I will say, don't make it like that he's, you know, this horrible guy and treats everybody like like and he's the reason for why this team is not good enough or blah 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 he's the reason why the players shut down the coaching or whatever yeah something like that yeah exactly and it's not and it's not even like you know look i get it if people are are upset and and things like that with with drew and um the leadership and and things like that and i i can I, i can understand where your frustration comes from, because I do understand their point, you know, how many times can you look at the coach? But when you have a, a team where you just had an entire overhaul in the off season and you brought in all them guys, it's not the players anymore. It can't, it can't be even the guys that came here already tuned out AV already. So, yeah, I agree with you right there. And, and you can Soda tell. Man commenting can tell. right here. <laughs> yeah. Soda Man commenting right here. He thinks we need a Andrew McDonald, Shelly, Carbomb, and Aaron Asham back. Why Andrew McDonald? <laughs> Out of all those people, Andrew McDonald. <laughs> uh, I'm trying to see some good comments right now just to see. Yeah, we got some argument going back and forth between Claude Giroux here. So I, I don't want to get into that argument because I feel like it's just a tired, baseless everything right here. So <laughs> Ed says he's texting you tonight. <laughs> oh, boy. <laughs> I'm trying to see um, what else, what else, what else. Ed Mayer started the Drew trade rumor <laughs> from Sean Fitzpatrick. Uh, uh, Dr. Heath Healthnut, Chris, come get your dad. He's in the comment section again. <laughs> Amadeo may plummet to his death tonight watching this trash. I don't know. I don't know, Sean. Maybe I'll just I'll just stay at the snack bar in the press box tonight, having some popcorn, some pretzels, getting some coke. So maybe I'll just stay at the snack bar. That might be your. That might be your best uh, best bet. I mean, I was pretty happy last night. Those those the federal pretzels are fantastic. I was pretty happy. I was there for for those. I was very excited to sit there and watch the team that i cover lose seven one but um yeah you know yeah i think just with like yes i frustration is really warranted like everyone that is in here right now it's just it's just right now it's it's a really frustrating time i can understand everyone being frustrated i'm frustrated too chris is frustrated but like frustrated needs to be warranted like at this point yes you have to look at the same thing like how many more times can we blame coaching how many more times like should be more be blamed on the personnel like the players on the ice i get that argument definitely because the flyers over the span of the decade have been through six head coaches the start of the decade with laviolette you fire him you hire baruby you fire him when other coaches was fired after three games the other one was brought in to tank and the ownership didn't let them like <laughs> 
I, I just can't see how I don't know. I can't I, I, I I'm I'm speaking again, it's like it's the argument that will never be it, it can never just die, you know what I mean? It's always gotta be brought up again and then it dies for a little bit and then it's brought up again. It's kind of like a dead plant. Like you water it, you take care of it and everything. It grows and then it dies again. And then you water it, you take care of it and everything. Get a new plant. You you know you get new mulch, new all, all that shit. Yeah, soil, soil in mulch, whatever the hell it is. You put that all together and then it grows and it gets real big, and then it dies again. And then you know what I mean? It's just like it's over and over and over and over again. It it's like it's it, it's like the carousel of shitty arguments. You know, it just like kind of spins. And it keeps going, and that's that's one of them. That's the lead of the other ones, and and, and there definitely are more. Like like when Voracek was here, was blaming Jake was one, um, and that's another thing. You can't blame the old guys anymore. You can't blame Jake. You can't blame Ghost. You can't blame any of them. It, it essentially it's on everyone because yeah, the players aren't scoring, and they, they they obviously they know that. You know, I mean, they said it last night if. If they're not scoring and they know that they're they're not getting results, then they're not doing anything. Yeah. So uh, 6'10", Shane asks us a question. Our thoughts on John Tortorella. I would think he's more, in my honest opinion, he's more preferable, in my opinion, as a head coach for this team and then having Rick Tockett as the assistant. But I'm not sure the Flyers are going to go in that direction because with Tortorella, yes, he would put a lot of players in their place and he won't take any type of shit. But I feel like that's another situation where if it happens like that again, you know, the players might drown him out. And Torch is one of those other coaches where, yes, he gets the most out of teams that probably aren't good enough and he can get those teams to the playoffs. But how long does his message last? That's the question. Yeah. But the thing is, and to, to, to your point, though, if you want to play devil's advocate, the Flyers are talented enough. And he could get their talent going, you know? So who knows? Yeah, there's definitely a... Uh, who knows? <laughs> so um, I'm trying to see if there's anything else. So we got some. And like, yeah, of course, like that conversation, like the more, the more the Flyers, if they continue to go down this spiral path of just like not playing up to their capabilities and continue to lose. Yeah, that conversation with Giroux is going to constantly get brought up. Is he going to waive his no trade clause? Are they going to move? That's going to constantly get brought up. And if that continues to happen, I won't be shocked to see if that does happen. But at the end of the day, we just have to wait and see what happens. Like we, it's just all hearsay at this point. It's all rumors. Like we're not going to know until it, it actually gets reported on by one of the, you know, the actual insiders from the team or from around the NHL. At that point, it's just all hearsay. So, yeah. like, yes, I, I would hate for Drew to waive his no trade clause. I would hate like that. That would be the day I cry because I know at the end of the day that's a wasted career in a city. But like, I, I would hate that. But. At the end, like it's something that you do have to think about at the end of the day. But right now, it's just focus. Like the team can't think about that right now. Like Drew's not going to think about that right now. Of course, of course, even though that's going to be most likely in the back of his mind, but that's not his primary focus. His primary focus is try to get this team back on track. Yeah, it's um, I don't know. I think the focus right now should be on bring Derek Grant back. <laughs> the focus right now should be on the season, the remaining game, the upcoming games, 
of this month, the rest of this month, and move from there. You move game by game by game. That's what they got to do. Then we got a penalty box gaming asking a question. What about Scotty Hartnell as an assistant coach or a power play? Because I don't think Hartnell's going to be a coach. In my honest opinion, he's been on like the TV realm for the past couple of seasons. So I don't, I'm not sure if he wants to, you know, go into that route of being a coach or anything like that, but you never know. You never know what the options are at this point. Uh, Scott. Yeah. I, I do remember seeing a comment section talking about Scott Gordon. I forget who commented on that saying that Scott Gordon didn't do that bad of a job when he was here. And he, yeah, I was honestly very surprised when they let Scott Gordon go, especially with the, uh, the Lehigh Valley Phantoms. Cause I thought he did a good job down there. And I know with bringing down LaPerriere, I think they were trying to implement a lane video system down with the AHL, if that was the entire case. So I'm, I wonder how that entire thing is going to go down. Yeah. Yeah. I don't know. I mean, I liked Gordon. I, was, I, was, I'm, I wasn't looking at my phone like that. I was trying to see what was, if there's anything else going on on Twitter. Not much. But, um, yeah. I mean, look, I liked Gordon, too, um, for what he did and um, – the way they finished that season was good. But clearly the 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 if I remember it correctly, they needed a, a change and um that was at the end of that season, right at the end of eighteen nineteen was when they hired A V April. So, they, so I think they were pretty clear on, on what they wanted to do and um I don't know. It's uh this day sucks as much as we sit here and talk about old coaches and, and things like that. This, this day sucks because I don't think any, I mean, if, if I'm being honest with anybody in the comment section or even you, Amadeo, did anybody think Aline Vigneault would be fired in under three seasons as head coach of the Flyers? No, no one did. Alrighty then. I don't think anyone, if, if someone does say that in this comment section, you are lying to yourself. If like, like I like I know Rangers fans, I know Canucks fans will probably say, "Oh, we told you so." Well, we we knew Elaine Vigneault was going to be blah 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 blah. But it's just at that point when Elaine Vigneault came in, it was a nice breath of fresh air. The team was playing well, but for some reason, it just it just fell apart after yeah. the that bubble playoffs. I it just did. I don't know what happened during that stretch to where the team just couldn't find that same play that they had before the bubble. I just don't yeah. know. Mm-hmm. Ask Lindros to coach the power play. I don't think that's going to happen. <laughs> yeah, you can also tell by this. This there could also be dip, deeper issues with this team. We know the entire thing with the how the the way the team is run, Comcast and everything. It's not the best way to be run by a corporation. To where am I? Like, like Chris, like I know you have your frustrations with the ownership as well. It's just like. And like our honest opinion, I don't. I don't think Dave Scott knows how to run a team. I just don't. I don't think Comcast knows how to run a team. Yeah, I mean, look, I, I'm not. I'm not going to comment on that. But um, it's uh, it, it's just unfortunate the the whole thing. And um, yeah. I'm just hoping they can get something going here. I don't know. Scott Gordon still has the Flyers' only outdoor game win <laughs> according to the penalty box game. <laughs> that is true. That is true. <laughs> Brett Gretzky for you're talking about like a coaching or head coach. What what are you trying to bring in there? That would be Wayne. 
then a uh, penalty box game and says he thinks Cam wants out after his comments last night. I don't think he wants out of the organization. I think it, it's the entire deal. It's that the players lost the coaching. I think that's the the entire situation where it is right now. So yeah, it's just right now it's it's just a sucky. It's been a sucky month month and a half at this point. It is. It, it really is because the way you start this season, those first ten games, and then it, then it just starts to spiral and spiral and spiral and spiral out of control. And we all know this team is not as bad as they're showcasing. I feel like everyone can say that this team shouldn't be this bad, but for some reason they just are. But I don't have the answers. Hopefully something turns around with Yo as the interim for the time being. I'm not sure if they're going to find a head coach during this standpoint. I think eventually Comcast is going to try to get Fletcher to hire a coach. I think that's just the way it's going to happen. But who knows how long that lasts and who knows if maybe Yo just being at the helm right now does get a little spark and fire under the players. And we're just going to have to see how this team plays tonight. That's the only way we could do at this point. It's game at a time. Game at a time. Yeah, I mean, that, that, that's all you can hope for. Maybe what, what um, Ann Merrigan's saying here, 2010 losing streak, big playoff push, hopeful. We'll, we'll see. But um, they've, they've done it before. Um, and, uh, you know, we'll see. I don't know. Doug Peterson as the new Flyers head coach. Oh God. <laughs> it was a uh, what was it? Um Gardner Mishu ever after his performance last night for the yesterday for the Eagles. Everyone wants him as the can he play for the Flyers? Can he be the Flyers head coach? <laughs> Keith Jones for the power play coach. I'm joking, according to EJW. What are we hoping for long term here from Lynn Rocky 41? Psh, better hockey. That that's the only thing I'm hoping for, just a better team. Long term? How, how long is long term though? I know. How long is how long is long term? Is that long term could be two weeks? I know. Long term could be a lot. <laughs> yeah, Jason says it's not just the coaches. There's a, f- a couple of players on this team that, you know, like yeah, I I do think eventually they're. There are players on this team that I do have issues with, mainly like guys like JBR. I just think for what he's getting paid, he's not worth it right now. He's just like even though he was do he played good last year, it's just for some reason it's been it's like one year he's good, one year he's bad, one year he's good, one year he's bad. I just don't understand that with JBR. Yeah, no, for sure. I mean, and exactly what Ant is bringing up there, um, the the dead weight contracts. It's you know JBR looked really good last year was essentially in, in AV's doghouse in 1920. And then in 1819 was injured, took him a while and then was red hot at the end of the year, but he's exactly what you said. I mean, I, I, I can't agree more And yes, Mr. Twitster. It does kind of seem like that. Some games that, <laughs> Oh my God, JVR is still on this team because he's that invisible. Sometimes um, Charlie Manuel. Charlie Manuel for Flyers the head coach JK JK but seriously if it isn't yo it's got to be Tockett from Rob B yeah I think that's I think Tockett is going to eventually be some form and fashion coach on this team in the near future I do think that's going to happen and Soto is basically just the uh 
the thought process of everyone right here. We just want them to win a cup in our lifetime. I'd like to see some games in the Eastern Conference Final. That would be nice. <laughs> oh, yeah, you haven't seen that yet, technically. No, I haven't. So I, I, I feel really bad for you on that standpoint. Yeah. <laughs> I've, I, I think I've seen it two times, and, and it's just... 10 and 10 and... Oh, wait. Uh, oh, wait, yeah. Yeah. Well, Sadly. no, oh, 09, too. They weren't in the conference final in 09. They lost in the first round to Pittsburgh in 09. Was that first round? Yes. Yeah. That was first round. 08 was the uh, conference finals to Pittsburgh. In 09, they lost in the first round. 2010, they went to the finals. 2011, they lost in the second round. 2012, they lost in the second round. And, and yeah. so on and so forth. <laughs> yeah. And then 13 to now was. <clears throat> yeah. <laughs> Uh, Anthony says, would you guys be opposed to Torts? He's a hard-ass, but teams are successful. No, I would not be opposed to John Tortorella at all. No, I I, I would like – he's he's one of the guys that I would like. Um, I think that would be fine. And regardless if his team can struggle and, you know, if, if he's able to bring teams out of what they can do and get the most out of his team, I think that's what the Flyers need. And I think they have the legit offense to do it compared to the team that he previously coached in, in Columbus. So um, I think I, – I, I would like that, honestly. I really would. Yeah. It's just uh, that EJW says he's watched the Flyers for two cups. First was a uh, 97 where he saw the first Stanley Cup that he's for the Flyers. We got uh, Jason says he was here. He, he was born to see them win twice back in the 70s. Yeah. Sometimes I do wish I was born like earlier to yeah. see like, you know, good Flyers teams. But like same, I, I'm sure Chris feels the same way to where he can actually experience good hockey. But it's just like, man, it's it has been a while since like both of us saw like a consistent good hockey team. Dude, the three best moments in my life are gonna be when I'm married, when I have kids, and when this team wins the Stanley Cup. They will be the three best moments of my life. Yeah. It's because I've seen we've seen Phillies win a World Series, we've seen somehow the Eagles won a goddamn Super Bowl. We thought that was impossible. <laughs> Like yeah. that's that's at the end of the day where I think like the Eagles want a fucking Super Bowl at this point. I think it's possible the Flyers will eventually. Like this, there is going to be a time where this team eventually wins the Stanley Cup. Like like that's not there is. <laughs> at the end of the day, it is going to happen eventually. Like there's just like they're not going to pull a Chicago goddamn Cubs and go over a hundred years without a goddamn cup. I don't see that happening. Hopefully, I, I hope hopefully. not. <laughs> I mean, I, I like the way you think, but uh, I don't know, man. I mean, <laughs> was Mike Yo the guy who got fired and then Baruby came in? For yes. The coach? Yes. And they won. Yeah. Yes. Well, that doesn't really. I mean, I don't know. Maybe I'm. Maybe uh, I'm Matt, that. Matthew asked, "Should the Flyers blow it up?" No. It depends on how much longer this oh lasts. My God. I can't deal with the Drew is Catherine thing again. Can we please just ignore that? Please. I. I, I, I can't. I can't keep sitting here and and arguing this when it's it's just it's it's a dead argument, isn't it? Yes. Am I am I right with that? Like yes, it's a dead argument. I feel like all the time it's just oh it's Drew it's Drew it's Drew and everything. Because there's some there are some people in this city that think captain means so much to an organization when honestly at the end of the day it's just a letter on the jersey. That's all it is. Yeah. And again, as I said before, nobody knows what goes on in the room. Nobody knows what he does and what he doesn't do. If you make it like you know. If you want to constantly compare Giroud to Crosby and all that, if Crosby were on this team right now, he would have 
if he was on this team for his entire lifetime, he probably would never have won a cup. That's just how this team le- just wouldn't, was not able to build. Yeah. If McDavid would, was on this team right now, he would the not Flyers, win a cup. The Flyers should have tanked when they were going to tank. But yeah. obviously that's that's years ago, and you can't change that now. You have to deal with what's what's in front of you, and I think that this team now is definitely in win-now mode because of the things that they've done, and um, they have to prove it that they have a chance to, to compete for a Stanley Cup. So yeah. we'll see what happens. It's at the end of the day, Claude Drew was never going to win a Stanley Cup with guys like Valtteri Fippola as his second-line center, guys like Brandon Manning, guys like, you know, Goodness. who else? Neuverf. Neuverf. He wasn't going to win with those guys. No. Simple as that. They didn't have a legit bottom six for what? You didn't have a legit league. defensive core. Yeah, that and – and uh, yeah, I think for their bottom six, they probably – yeah, they probably didn't have a bottom six for about three four years. A legit good bottom six. So, yeah, the last time they had a good bottom six was nineteen twenty. That was the last time they had a good bottom six, and before that, really nothing there. So, yeah. yeah. We also got a hey Timmy, how you doing, man? Unfortunately, he was born in eighty six and didn't have the opportunity to see this team win a cup. You know, sadly, that's sadly that's the case for a lot of the uh, Flyers fans here. It, it's frustrating. It is. Because, like, this is a team that we've covered our entire basic lives at this point. And I haven't seen a, like, good, consistent team since middle school. So my entire high school life and college life now adulthood hasn't seen nothing but mediocrity. Chris, his entire life, seen this team. (laughs) Basically, it is your entire life at this point. (laughs) It is. From, from, From fourth grade till freshman year of college. From freshman year in high school to uh, now adult post college, <laughs> yeah, it's a, it's a problem. But go Flyers! <laughs> it's always go Flyers, isn't it? Yeah, you know what? I just realized I clicked the um in the top corner of our screen. I clicked our logo that had the uh, Christmas edition of our Florida up logo. <laughs> so I think we're gonna we're gonna use that the entire month of December. Why not? Because we are getting closer towards the holidays. So I mean, I would. <laughs> I would I would hope we do. I hope we wouldn't use it during Easter. I mean <laughs> that's just our that's just our permanent logo at this point. <laughs> yeah. I mean Yeah. Yeah. So so here on out using the Christmas logo <laughs> the rest of the month. Um so. one thing I, I also I do want to mention is uh the podcast also has a new sponsor. Um butt ends. If you don't know butt ends, they are reusable hockey grips that you can use in place of hockey tape. Um, they're fantastic. I'm personally going to be getting some sent, uh, to me soon. So hopefully I will be able to use those and, um, give you guys some more uh, details on that, but they have a bunch of different grips styles. Um, there's many different ones that you can get with different feel. There's ones like the new future grip, um, that they have that is basically more of a button. There's also ones like the twirl 88 that also is kind of like the, like the rope, um, kind of feel on the stick. Um, that, that guys use when they tape their stick and things like that. So there's a bunch of different things there. Um, you can go on buttons.com now. Um, all the grips start at $25. And if you use code PHI, you can get 10% off your order. Uh, again, that's PHI, capital P, capital H, capital I. 
And I cannot believe I just said all that without messing that up. We're forgetting anything. So um, good job there. But <laughs> no, um, it's, uh, yeah, it's um, unfortunate times, but it is what it is. And remember to uh, check out buttons. Yeah, definitely go check that out. And I guess we're getting towards the uh, closing remarks of this podcast and live stream, whatever you want to call it. Thank you, everyone, for joining this edition of the Florida Up podcast. It is a very frustrating time in Flyers country. Elaine Vigneault and Michelle Carrion have been fired. Mike Yo is now the interim head coach for the time being until the Flyers find another head coach to replace the entire thing. So thank you, everyone, for joining. So check out the Painted Lions wherever they're at. YouTube, social media, Twitter, Instagram, definitely go check that out. Check out our separate YouTube pages, TTP Sports, Flyers Fan Mania 93 for Chris, our individual Twitter channels or pages in a Florida pod, Twitter page as well, Facebook as well, Instagram as well. Definitely go check that out. Definitely go check out Buttons as well. So all that stuff will be down in the description below. Thank you, everyone, for joining this edition of the Florida Podcast. Hopefully the Flyers win tonight, just hopefully. And thank you for joining, everyone. And we will see you next time at the end of the day. Go Flyers.